you're listening to the My Happy Mind Conversations podcast, where we talk all about how you can build your child's resilience, self-esteem, and happiness. I'm your host, Laura Earnshaw, the founder of My Happy Mind, and I am totally dedicated to helping you become the best parent or carer that you can be. We're proudly impacting over half a million children now in our programs in schools, nurseries, and homes. And today, I'm going to be sharing some of those tips with you. Let's dive in. Hello and welcome to the very first episode of My Happy Mind Conversations, episode one, where I am going to spend just a little bit of time telling you a bit about My Happy Mind, a bit about me, Laura, who am the founder of My Happy Mind. And also just starting to dive in to the topic of what makes us happy. And I'm going to start by talking through a model that is really at the heart of everything that we do at My Happy Mind, which is called the PERMA model. So I'm going to give you a taster of that model today to give you a really good overview. And then over the next five episodes, I'm going to be diving deeper into each of the elements. So today is an opportunity to get an intro to me a taster to that model, and then we're going to go deep. So let's get started. Now, people often ask me how on earth I ended up starting My Happy Mind. And let me tell you the story because it's definitely a little bit unusual in terms of how this all came about. So I actually spent the first 15 or so years of my career working in big corporate organisations. Companies like AstraZeneca, PricewaterhouseCooper, and other big blue chip companies. And my role in those organizations was to help the CEO and their top 200 leaders or so build resilience, leadership, and really the ability to cope with change in their most senior leaders, which was great fun. I'm not going to lie. I got to travel around the world, flying in business class, staying in great hotels, and working with some pretty inspiring people. But as you'll know, if you've ever worked in the corporate world, it's not all rosy. In fact, there's times when you really get quite fed up with the politics, the travel, the feeling that everything just goes so slowly and, well, lots of other things. But anyway, I had a great career and I don't regret any of it. But my life changed when my firstborn started school. So age four, off to school and filled with all the excitement that any parent is of this new start and this new beginning of education. And we as a family had just moved back from Australia and I did have an eight week old um, baby in tow. So it's fair to say there was a lot of change going on in our lives, but starting school actually didn't turn out to be the exciting, joyful experience that I had hoped for for my son. And the reason for that is that he really, really struggled to settle. He was very upset every morning at drop-off. He would be upset at nighttime. He just wasn't enjoying school. He wasn't making friends as much as he perhaps saw others doing. He wasn't joining in as much as perhaps others were doing. And he just found the whole thing really overwhelming. And I started to get really worried. And when I got really worried and I tried to have a positive conversation with the school about it, it didn't go as I'd hoped. Comments were made like, he needs to just man up a bit or develop a stiff upper lip. Yeah, you heard me right. He was four. (laughs) And I was not happy with that advice. And so I started to do a whole load of work with him on my own. 
And I took everything I knew from my work with Harvard Business School and other universities over a long period of time. And I started to work with him at home, started to build his sense of who he was and his self-esteem, started to help him manage his own emotions and to self-regulate when I wasn't there, started to help him see how amazing he is and not compare himself the whole time to others. And I'm going to be honest, it took some time. But after about six months or so, we saw a huge shift in him. So much so that school started to ask me what we'd been doing. Kind of a full circle moment. You know, not long after that, somebody close to me had a really difficult time and actually ended up being sectioned under the Mental Health Act. And, you know, this was a really challenging time for me because this was a person who had a great career, happily married kids, family, all was good. You know, from a society's outlook, everything seemed rosy, but it had just been really challenging for them. And they'd, they'd had a breakdown under the pressure of sustaining it. And it was really then that I realized that if mental health issues could affect my child who'd grown up in a loving, happy home and this other person, and of course, millions of others who just cracked under the pressure of the world in which we live, it could affect absolutely anybody. And so I decided somewhere on a motorway late at night that I was going to quit my corporate career and dedicate myself to building a program in schools that would help children to develop positive habits to hopefully prevent them having mental ill health down the line. Now, let me tell you this. When I announced to my husband, this is what I was going to do. I'm pretty sure he thought I was having some kind of mental health breakdown because this was not a path that I had necessarily thought through in terms of the fact that I wasn't in education, I wasn't a teacher, I wasn't a psychotherapist, and I don't pretend, by the way, to be any of those things. But what I was, was a mum who knew that I could research the heck out of this space and pull something together that would help other kids, using experts around me, of course, to do so. And so that's what I did. And fast forward a number of years, we're now proudly, positively affecting hundreds of thousands of kids. We're working in hundreds of schools, nurseries, and with lots and lots of families. And we're backed by the NHS, which is pretty cool, right? Pretty cool for a girl who just said, screw the corporate career. I'm going to try and do something to help this situation. So that's my backstory. And here we are today with me sharing my very first episode on my podcast. It's pretty cool to be able to say that out loud. Okay, so there's your intro to me. And next up, I am going to dive into the five key areas that really are the focus for everything that we do in My Happy Mind. Now, this all is structured around a model called PERMA. And I'm going to talk you through what each of the acronym letters in PERMA mean. But PERMA is really a model of positive psychology that looks at the key elements that we need to have in our lives in order to have maximum happiness or maximum well-being. So it's a model that talks about five different areas or elements that are really, really critical for us to live our very best lives. And this applies as much to adults as it does to children. Of course, everything that we do in My Happy Mind centers around the child, but we do work with adults as well. So let's dive in to the PERMA model. So the first letter in the PERMA model, as you've probably guessed, is P. Now, P stands for positive emotion, otherwise termed optimism. What we know from the science is that when we have more positive emotion 
in our lives than we do negative emotion, we are happier. Kind of stating the obvious, I know, but it's backed in science. The reason for this is that when we have optimism rather than pessimism as our dominant thought process, we actually see possibilities and opportunities instead of constantly being obsessed with challenges or obstacles. Having an outlook of optimism allows us to ride the things that are perhaps more challenging and be able to find solutions when we hit tough times. Whereas if our lens is one of pessimism, we don't tend to be able to see ways out or ways around things when times get tough. So having having positive emotion or optimism is absolutely critical for our overall well-being. Okay, next up is E. And E stands for engagement. What this is really all about is being involved in activities that we are passionate about. Being involved in activities that really absorb us, that take all of our passion and It's those types of activities where you almost forget what you're doing or time almost stands still. Maybe for you, that's reading a book or maybe for others, it's going for a run. But we all have those activities that when we're doing them, we just lose ourselves in them. That's engagement. And it's really important that we have enough engagement in our lives to sustain ultimate well-being. And often it's the case that, particularly for adults and sometimes for children, the balance is off there. We're not doing enough of the things that make us feel really, really passionate. And that can take away, therefore, from our overall well-being or happiness. More on that in episode three, when we go deep into what this looks like and how you can get more of it in your life. Okay, the third letter in PERMA is relationships. Now, we have all had times in our lives when we've had positive relationships, and that could be with family members, children, peers, friends, work colleagues. And during those times where you have positive relationships, it's highly likely that you felt happy. We've also, sadly, all had times when those relationships have been less positive. And of course, during those times, it's highly likely that you felt less good or less happy. Positive relationships are one of the most critical ingredients for our happiness as humans. And the reason for this is that they give us the feel-good factor. They give us a, a feeling of connection, which all humans are wired for. So having positive relationships is the third element of the PERM model. And again, we're going to go deep into this in episode four in terms of really understanding what good relationships look like and how you can support their development, particularly with your children. Okay, the fourth letter in PERMA is meaning. Meaning is so, so, so important in our lives and often something that we lack. I always find it fascinating that we go through school, we go through our education and there's kind of a bit of a path laid out for us, right? So we go to school, then we go to senior school and then we sit our senior exams, whether that's GCSEs in the UK or different exams in different countries. And then For many of us, the path is forged that we'll go to university and then we'll get a graduate job. And then all of a sudden, we're out in the big wide world and we don't know what to do next. And the trouble with this kind of well-trodden path, whether it's an academic route like the one I've described or maybe a more apprentice route if you've got a trade, is that it's all kind of laid out for us. And we can almost get into this sense of just following along with something that somebody else has laid out for us. 
And what can happen in that process is that we can lack a real sense of meaning or purpose. And meaning or purpose is so critical for our overall well-being, not least because it drives us, it tends to be our passion. And so if we don't have a true meaning or purpose, because we've just been following the plan that's that's almost been laid out by society for us, that can impact our overall happiness. Now, this isn't to say that the job that you have as an adult has to absolutely absorb that meaning or purpose that you have. But it is to say that it's really important that somewhere in your life, you create the environment under which your meaning or your purpose can be pursued. So if that's sport for you, that you have adequate time in your life to pursue sport, whether that's watching it or playing it, or if it's reading for you, that you create the space to be able to read books, to be able to have that as part of your life and that you're not so bogged down in work and family life that you don't create those moments. And so meaning or purpose is so, so, so important for our happiness, but it can be tricky. And a lot of people feel like they're not sure what that is. And we're going to dive into that on the episode around meaning or purpose and help you through thinking about what yours might be. So definitely tune into that episode. And the final piece of the PERMA model. So step five is accomplishment or goals and ambitions. One of the easiest ways to positively impact our overall happiness is through achieving or accomplishment. And this is a topic that I am so, so passionate about because I think oftentimes education gets this wrong. Goals and accomplishment have to be tied to our passion and our meaning and our purpose in order to give us the biggest well-being effect. But so often the goals that we have are actually set by other people and therefore are not necessarily in line with our passion or our purpose. Let's take schools, for example. Children's goals tend to be set around homework, reading records, learn your times tables, learn your spellings or whatever it might be. But actually what we're saying here is that if children were to set their own goals, they would be so much more passionate about achieving them than if they were just set by someone else. So setting goals and being able to achieve is critical for our happiness And it's even more powerful when those goals are things that we're passionate about. So we're going to talk much more about this topic and how you can set meaningful goals in episode six. So definitely make sure you listen to all of the next episodes so that we can go deep on this PERMA model and really start helping you to put in place some positive things to take each of these elements and really ensure that they are embedded in your lives. So there you have it episode one of the My Happy Mind Conversations podcast. Make sure you check out future episodes and I would love it if you would share this or leave a review just to help me get on my way with the podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in and I'll see you next time. Take care. Thanks so much for joining me for another episode of the My Happy Mind Conversations podcast. If you liked what you heard, please leave a review and a comment below. And I'll be back next week with more science-backed secrets to building happy and resilient children. Don't forget, you can come and follow me at My Happy Mind on Facebook and Instagram. Take care.